Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. An Erio's original. Hey, Maria. Yeah, Amanda? Let's go on a vacation. Uh, I'm still a little nervous about traveling. But what if I told you that we could take our dream vacation without ever leaving the house? Like a playcation? Exactly. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Playcation. I'm Maria. Each week, we plan rival fantasy vacations to the same destinations, and you vote on whose trip you'd rather take. It's so sad. It just Just might be be fun. fun. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're here. It's the season finale. What a wild ride. And... You know, we we couldn't have, or actually you guys could not have chosen a better destination for the season finale because yeah. there's nothing more international than Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> no, it puts it all, it really does. It puts it all together. It takes them all. It shakes them up and it says, look, the world, it's a small world after all. It's making me wonder why we did, we ever went anywhere else when you can just get get a taste of a little bit of everything right right across the swamp at Epcot. <laughs> now, Amanda, you've been to Disney World multiple times? I have been three times to Disney World, so... Whoa. I've never been. I've never been. And so this was quite an experience. This was... Talk about putting on my, my jet pack and flying around and looking looking down at everything and going, whoa, this looks pretty cool. I, I'm surprised you've never been. I'm really shocked that there was not a Blasucci family trip to Disney World growing up. It wasn't... Uh, Amanda, it wasn't even spoken of. I mean, listen, I get it. The lens. I did not go to Disney World until I was paying my own way. <laughs> I sort of got we to Disneyland all the time. Disneyland yeah. was like a big Blasucci. But that was the thing, I think, because when Disneyland was there, it was kind of like, well, well, what's the point? I I totally agree. Same with us. I had a season pass to Disneyland growing up. I worked there for seven years. Uh, that is the reason why I've traveled to Disney World so many times because of that employee discount. And I can't even imagine how many dollars off you get. Fifty uh, percent. That's like that's crazy. That's like that's insane. Yeah. So I that's went illegal. with. I know with my in my um, God, I must have been I was underage for sure, like under 21. I remember because I did a whole Florida um, 
like a, a, the most insane Florida nightmare I trip. I remember you gave me that claw. <laughs> you gave me that little, remember you gave me that alligator? Oh, hand? yes, yes. It was a swamp, a swamp trip. Uh, I think I was 20 years old. I went with my two best friends who also were Disney, worked at Downtown Disney. So we were all getting the sweet ass discount. That's the first time I stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It was incredible. Wow. Uh, we never could have afforded it, like, you know, other than getting our discount. And yeah, we just spent, I think only did maybe two days at Disney World. And then I went back uh, another time in my mid-20s to visit some friends I had out there in Florida who were Disney World workers. And then I went back for my cousin got married in Florida. And then Matt, my husband and I, we did just two days there, just did a little couples trip to Disney wow. World. So I've never That's done like so a fun. full week there. I've only done, you know, just the way I experienced Disneyland as a local. I just st- put a dip a toe in. You know, and you know my favorite family on Instagram, the Bucket List family. Yes. They did 30 days in 30 different hotels at Disney World. And that's one of those things that sounds aspirational in theory, but in reality, it has to be a horrible, horrible nightmare. You have you do think you have to go 30 days. That's almost that's almost they should have been, you know, they should have won something at the end for getting through it. It was um, it. See, yeah, it did seem like a lot, but I bet someone was moving their stuff around and I'm sure they didn't go to the park every time. I mean, but yeah, I guess it does. You do start to feel like, oh, this is my home now. I'm sure you'd start to feel that. I, I don't this know about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do a 30 day run anywhere, I guess it's either like the south of France or Disney World. <laughs> or Epcot. Or Why Epcot. not South of France at Epcot? <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess, you know, we should dive we should dive right in. Now to to reiterate what our Wheel of Adventures have 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 told us we must endure. I'm going on a luxury budget. I'm a Disney freak. Mm-hmm. I have to find myself a souvenir. <laughs> and I'm going during winter. And I'm on a luxury budget. I'm an animal lover. I must see live entertainment. And the season is my choice. And Amanda, you're going to go first. Are you going to tell us? Well, well, I'll wait to know what season you're going in. Yeah. I'm just I can't wait. I'm shaking. I know. I'm shaking, too. Well, let's, let's uh, pack our bags and hop on the flight to Orlando, Florida. Whoa. Flight time from LAX to Orlando is just under five hours, and at the moment, fares are very affordable, with round-trip tickets at around $200. LonelyPlanet.com writes, Cinderella's Castle of Magic Kingdom, Spaceship Earth of Epcot, the Tree of Life of Animal Kingdom, the Chinese Theater of Hollywood Studios. These are the symbols of magical lands that together make up Walt Disney World, the world designed by Walt Disney and opened in 1971 to be the happiest place on Earth. Walt Disney World itself is like a child. One minute you think you can't take another long line, or cafeteria-style restaurants serving fried food, or overstuffed shuttle bus. Shuttle bus. (laughs) Mm, That sounds interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the next it does something right oh give me a break yeah like that's give me a break this writer jeez. <laughs> 
can't, yeah, you can't take one more minute at Disney World, and then, and then the fireworks. Maybe it's the fireworks. Maybe it's a particular ride. Maybe it's the corny joke of the guy who drives the horse-drawn carriage down Main Street, or maybe it's seeing the speck of glitter on your kitty's content faces. I almost said Ew. content faces <laughs> as they finally fall asleep after a huge day. All is forgiven. Disney works at Lonely Planet. Come on. How entitled are you? You should be so lucky to even be stepping foot on any Disney property. ThePointsGuy.com <laughs> writes, Walt Disney World Resort spans a massive 40 square miles, almost the size of San Francisco. Oh, that uh, Take that in. And is home <laughs> and is home to four theme parks, two water parks, more than 140 restaurants, a couple of dozen on-site Disney hotels, and endless shows, shops, characters, rides, and attractions. No wonder we both have the shakes. I know, I know. Farmers.com says the land of pixie dust and fairy tales, the happiest place on earth, and that mouse. Walt Disney World is all this and more. To the over 50 million visitors who pour through its gates every year, prices may be high and the lines long, but you can learn to love Disney with a little know-how. I, I don't understand this. Well, well I'm, 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 like, I get Disney's it. Like, you know, aborted. every time I went as a kid, I definitely have some sort of meltdown and you're exhausted. But we know this. We know this. I will course, say the lines are getting too long. And and I don't like now that you like basically have to use an app if you want to get on like three rides. So it it is. <laughs> well, why don't you go work for Fry? I do. I do like think in some you, ways you like, like the Disney in. of pa the past is over, and now you have to have a you know an app in order to experience anything. Well, well I'll, that may I'll get off my high horse, but, but go ahead. When finish you up. see when you see kids' eyes light up as they meet Mickey or glimpse Cinderella Castle on the horizon, you'll no longer be able to say that you don't like Disney without your nose growing an inch or two. Why are th is everyone such a curmudgeon? I know this is so. God. <laughs> like the only guy that got it was the points guy that was like, look. You it's know, as big as San you know, Francisco. It's as big as San Francisco. <laughs> Everyone else was like, God, if you gotta go. It's like you can't help but like it. Shut up. We know what a theme park is. <laughs> I know. It's not like anyone's going, like, dragging their feet. God, that really bummed me. Those bummed me out. <laughs> well, you pulled them. I guess when you've been to, you know, the Galapagos on the eco... Ventura, Ventura. Uh, it's, it's because they're travel snobs okay so they're like don't like the theme park environment which I understand and to an extent I have to say you know even planning this placation I'm planning it from the perspective of the unique perspective of someone who has not paid to enter a theme park um in you know since I was 16 because I've always either worked it like in the Disney world and a Disney universe had friends who still worked there. Like I'm getting yeah. signed in. So I'm not feeling like I paid $300 to be here. I need to go on every single ride. Yeah. And same I with you. universal. Um, I think last time I went to Disney World and I did pop over to Universal and we had to pay to get in there, but that was worth it for the Harry Potter world. Wow. Yeah, but um, 
But yeah, so it is interesting to me and, and definitely growing up near a Disneyland influences and still living close to Disneyland influences how I travel to Disney World because I'm hitting up the things that to me are novel. Whereas if Disney, if Disney World was my one Disney trip, you know, in, in the decade, I'd definitely be going to the Magic Kingdom. But on my placation and we each chose two parks to highlight um, that's right we yeah. chose two parks and then we we chose two rides to kind of highlight at those parks two restaurants so yeah so amanda please tell us let's let's please let's get into your placation okay here we go again i'm a luxury budget i'm an animal lover i'm a live entertainment and i'm traveling in the autumn Oh my god. Oh, a Halloween, a spooktacular. Yes. Now, I am traveling in the month of October, but it's not necessarily like a Magic Kingdom Halloween trip. And I love Disneyland at Halloween. It's so fun. But that's not really the focus of my trip. It's more autumnal animals and food and wine. Ooh, okay. Let's get our pants on because we're yes. going to the... We're going to the party. That's right. And so other things you need to know about traveling in October, apparently it's one of the best times to go. There's easy crowds, um, temperate weather, and especially during weekdays, it's not supposed to be crowded. So that is a plus. There you go. There's your line problem squashed. Yeah. No more lines. And I'm going to screen share with you now so you can see. And we all knew that this was coming, but I'm staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. beautiful the animal kingdom lodge is a beautiful african getaway it's um it's gorgeous yeah and i like i mentioned i stayed at the animal kingdom lodge when i went to florida when i was 20 with my two good girlfriends uh the room i think back then with a savannah view was five hundred dollars fifty percent off you know we were paying next to nothing and we could not believe it we had a room it's basically the animal kingdom lodge is this beautiful big hotel and it's on all of these acres of wildlife preserves so if you pop for a room with a savannah view you have a balcony that looks out onto the animal reserve giraffes zebras um other african animals like (laughs) at your balcony i'm sitting like you're out there having your morning coffee and a giraffe if you get a room like on one of the lower levels your eye level with a giraffe at your balcony it's like one it was one of the coolest experiences i've ever had that's awesome i love that and so here's just um you know a little description from the Disney website. Step into the heart of Africa at this magnificent resort hotel. Inspired by the traditional African crawl, the horseshoe curve design provides a spectacular views of four lush savannas that over 200 hoofed animals and birds call home. Wow. And yeah, it's really cool. Discover over 30 species of African wildlife, including zebras, giraffes, gazelles, kudu, and flamingos. So there's a lot of uh, wildlife at this hotel. I'm splurging for the one-bedroom suite with Savannah View, which is a whopping $1,300. Wow, 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 wow. And I think for, you know. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's like four seasons prices. Yeah, but, you know, it's not for that that kind of experience. 
because it's, enter- it's it's entertainment too you get to you you're know you're paying for a show you're paying for a show and that's for the suite if you're just going with you know the standard hotel room i think you're looking more around eight nine hundred dollars right 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 which is still really expensive you know the last time i went we didn't pop for that right and i'm a grown ass woman (laughs) (laughs) but maybe for a birthday or something but i'm you know i've got a luxury budget so now well i think that's gorgeous yeah thank you now the first um, activity I'm going to do is actually hotel based because when I go to the animal kingdom, one of my favorite things to do, the, the, the theme park, I mean, um, is to take the animal safari, the guided animal safari that takes you through. It's really cool. And, and like I've mentioned on this podcast, I don't like zoos, but this feels like the animals are out roaming around. Right. And if, you, yeah. if you've seen that Imagineering documentary, the whole space was designed with such care and thought for the animal's needs. Um, That's great. Yeah, that it feels really, it feels okay. So, but but what I think is the perk of, being at the hotel is you can do a private a safari for a private group um, Ooh. based out of the hotel. So this is called the Wanyayama Safari and Dinner. Ooh. So who on your trip, to, uh, you're, are you are you with Matt and then are you guys just um, d- doing this, this on your own or are you going with 80-year friends? No, let's see. So this is, um, this trip, I just planned it for myself really, but let's say it's set like five years in the future and it's me and Matt and like um, our kids. Oh my God, your eight kids? Our eight kids, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. Or maybe it's our four kids and they each get to bring a friend. How fun is that? Right? Okay, so the Wanyayama Safari and Dinner, it's a private 10-person safari with dinner at the um uh the animal park, the hotel's rest I like what's it called like their signature restaurant called Jiko's J I K O S. Okay. Um, and Jiko slash the cooking place um, is supposed to be really good. It's on some of the lists of like top restaurants you must try at Disney World. So essentially you have like a, you you show up there, you meet at Jiko's, they take you back to the wine room. And first things first is they, you have like a little tea and snacks before you go on the Ooh, safari. I love tea and snacks. You know that about me. I love yes. tea and snacks. I know. So you do, they have like some Ruibos tea, some coffee, Ooh. and then some, you know, some little snackums that you can have. And this is, you know, maybe in the afternoon, um, These animals really lucked out, huh? Where they were just like, they were like, someone was like, all right, you're going to, like, we're taking you away. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to be caged. And someone's like, no, you're going to Disney World. Yeah, to live on the animal park. Yeah. I bet they all talk about it, too. People like, like, um, or the animals back in Africa are like, God, I got to get to Disney World. I'm sure that they do. So after the tea and snacks, then you go on your two-hour safari with the nature guide and you get to see, I mean, I was reading reviews where people say, I went to Africa and I barely saw any animals. And then I went to the wild (laughs) um, animal park at Disney World and I saw so many animals. (laughs) 
Wow. Well, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's a controlled environment. And actually that Imagineering um, doc that I keep talking about, they show when they're designing these spaces for the animals, they strategically place like air conditioning vents and like little um, areas that draw the animals out to the viewing points. So like there's this big lion, a lot of times, like when you do the tour in the theme park, there's this big lion lounging on a rock. And the reason why you get to see him in this iconic Lion King position is because they have like a little air conditioning vent there. It's like in Jurassic Park when they leave the goat in the cage, but instead of that, it's just a nice, it's nice, a nice. Yeah, like a little spritz. Um, So then after the (laughs) safari, you come back and you get a nice meal at this really fancy restaurant. There's like a dress code. And I just wanted to highlight this one. um, It's it's almost like a, it's called the Africa board and it comes with meat and cheese options and a bunch of delicious, like a variation of African breads and then all these little dips. So I have a picture of this here. You can see. That's a nice dip. I love a dip too. I love tea snacks and dips and I I love that. Doesn't this bread look good? It looks almost like a non bread. So then that's just one activity. The second thing I'm going to do is a VIP night tour to the Animal Kingdom Park. Now, the Animal Kingdom Park is one place I always make sure to go whenever I am at Disney World because there's nothing like it out at Disneyland. Right. And I've never been at night. I've only been during the day. And the last time I went, we explored their Pandora, which is their Avatar-themed land. Have you read up on this? I hear this is incredible. I hear this is incredible. Now, I did not see Avatar in the theater. I saw it, you know, maybe two years after it came out at home. Right. And I liked it. I thought it was great. (laughs) Yeah, sure. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Avatar fan. Right, okay. right. But I was really delighted when we went to the Wild Animal Park and the um, Pandora is like incredible. The scenic design is so cool. They've got this huge tree of life that every 10 minutes has this amazing light show. And if you go at night, so this tour is a night tour. You go after hours once the park is closed to most guests. It's $250 per guest. Um. And I just think it would be amazing. Pandora is supposed to look so cool at night. It all lights up. So everything looks like it's kind of floating. Also, the last time I was there, the line to go on um, Avatar Flight of Passage, which is supposed to be really incredible, was too long. We didn't go. But this is one of my ride options. I really want to go on um, Avatar Flight of Passage because it's supposed to be sort of like soaring over California, but really, really cool. I've heard great things. I've heard really good things about Pandora. Yeah, it's cool. And then what I will say when I was there last, I ate at the, their like fast dining cafeteria restaurant and got some of like the weird food. It was like... Like with the like gel balls and yeah. stuff? Yeah. They're always putting those gel balls It was like a them. salad with gel balls where the dressing was. And then it was basically like a hamburger pod, but it was like just like a squished round bun. Nothing says like space or the future like like gel pods and and hamburger pods. Yeah, it's just anything spe- <laughs> spherical food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They love those gel pods. They love foam and gel pods. I mean, that's what else am I paying for? <laughs> and so um just another thing I want to do at Animal Kingdom is stop by Tamu Tamu. 
eats and refreshments, which is just a little walk-up sort of cafe. The set design at Animal Kingdom is really impressive. And I'm going to get a Dole Whip, but at the Animal Kingdom, for an extra $7, you can add a shot of rum to your Dole Whip. I'll tell you what, that you for an extra zero dollars, you bring that rum in a little Ooh. in a little something in Mama's backpack. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> that looks great. It's a it's a Dole Whip. It's flipped over like like um like a hairdo, <laughs> and then on the bottom you can see you can see you can see the rum. It's really beautiful. Oh, Amanda, there's something fun going on down below. Okay. So this is like the first part of my trip. You know, it's essentially very animal based. Yes. Uh, It's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. And then I'm sending the eight kids off to daycare. (laughs) Whatever. Putting them in with the animals. Yeah, they're going to like some sort of VIP luxury daycare, which I'm assuming Disney has. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. And Matt and I are going to Epcot for the Food and Wine Festival. Ooh. Now, this picture here, uh, you'll have to explain it, but it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten singers in in seven in seventeen hundreds garb, staring at a camera, um, singing their hearts out, and it says "Voices of Liberty." Yeah. So I, you know, I had to see live entertainment. And it was a little bit of a struggle for me because I, okay, so like I'm not a big person when I go to theme parks. I don't love going to see the little sit down musical shows. Sure. Okay. You know what I mean? So I wanted to pick something at Epcot. Um, and typically during the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, they have like bands that come in to play. Um, in the past, I think Sugar Ray, okay, has My ears performed. Up. Yeah, so so that's sort of like an example of maybe what I would have done, but because of COVID, they're not really doing that. But one act they can't keep down are called the Voices of Liberty, and they're an <laughs> acapella singing group. Um, and they perform every day at the American Adventure Pavilion. They do a choral performance. So costumed in period finery from the 1800s, the Voices of Liberty perform in the rotunda throughout the day. Their melodies delight while the rotunda's acoustically perfect dome amplifies and purifies their sound. You won't believe your ears. Wow. And it's, and it's 15 minutes. It's a 15-minute performance <laughs> of timeless classics. Let your spirit soar during the 15-minute performance. Okay. Wow. So, so the, and the other reason why I picked this is because something I think is fun to do when you do go to Epcot, and every time I've been to Disney World, I've been to Epcot, is um, go to see, um, what is this show called? Now I'm, I'm blanking on it. It's the American Adventure. So the American Adventure is, it's almost, it reminds me, you know, the the weird thing we have on Main Street at Disneyland where it's Lincoln? Yeah, great moments with Lincoln. It's, yeah, it's basically that, but it's on, like, it's mega. So, (laughs) so let me read you about this show. It's, It's very kitschy. It's very, like, 1970s Epcot. 
Um, in this dramatic production featuring 35 audio animatronic figures, digital rear projection images on a 72-foot screen, and stirring patriotic songs, you'll watch firsthand as America's story unfolds. Take your seat in a stately colonial theater and meet Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain, mm-hmm. your guides on this trip through time. Witness landmark events like landing on the Mayflower, the Boston Tea Party, the winter at Valley Forge, the penning of the Declaration of Independence, the Civil War, and the Great Depression. You'll encounter luminaries like Susan B. Anthony, Frederick Douglass, Thomas Jefferson, Chief Joseph, and Teddy Roosevelt. So I love I love, I love animatronics, too. So I do, too. So this is like, I I saw it when I was there. It's a great way to get out of the heat for a half hour. And so this is longer than the, than the letting your spirit soar for 15 minutes with the voices of Liberty. This is longer. This ride is longer than the voices of Liberty performance. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to let my, you know, I let my spirit soar for 15 minutes and then I'm going to sit down and and learn about American (laughs) history. And let your dogs breathe. Yes, let my dogs yap. <laughs> okay, so that's my live my live performance. But like I said, I'm here uh, for the Food and Wine Festival, which I last time I was there, we actually just happened to be there during the Food and Wine Festival, and it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, Epcot looks like the coolest, just the coolest. It really is. And the thing with Epcot is you can always eat and drink around the world. But with the Food and Wine Festival, you can do it even more so because everything is these little sample sizes. And each country even has their own like little fancy cocktail that you can get. So you and they come they're small. So they're like taste, but it's just super fun. So this is from the Walt Disney World website. And there's some information here about what's on the docket for I guess it's this year or last year's Food and Wine Festival, but we can just get a little um, a little example of, of what it Ooh, is. Okay, let's see. Let's read some of these. Um, the Al- uh, let's see. The Alps, warm raclette. Have you Swiss had raclette? Cheese. No, what is it? It's just, you've probably seen it. It's, it's incredible. It's just melty cheese that they like scrape off and pour basically over bread or vegetables, but it's really good. Oh my God. Warm raclette Swiss cheese with alpine ham, baby potatoes, cornicons and baguette. Warm raclette Swiss cheese with baby potatoes, cornicons and baguette. Blueberry and almond frangipane. Frangipane. Tart with... Frangipan tart with creme fraiche, and then they got all these um, beverages, um, uh, rosé. You could do a wine flight. Australia's got grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. This feels like something I wanted to say. I want to just read this out loud to like calm myself down. Try, I mean, just read read that sentence out loud. Grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. Doesn't that nice? Yes. How about this? Deconstructed pavlova with pastry cream, citrus macerated berries, and lemon myrtle meringue. (laughs) Wow. Let's see. There's oh here's oh here's an autumnal one. Um, The appleseed orchard. You can get ooh beverages. They have apple crumble tart. Apple chips, but the beverages look like amazing. Frozen apple pie beverage, like a slushy. Um, there's wow. they've got hard ciders, 
Wow, look at this. Apple Blossom Sky. It's Fanta Apple Ginger Beer, Apple Brandy, Maple Syrup, and Mini Marshmallows? Whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds actually too crazy. Belgium beer braised beef served with smoked gouda mashed potatoes, Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache, Brazil crispy pork belly with black beans, tomato, and onions. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So you're going around the world, baby. You're going around the world. I'm going around the world. Let's just read uh, the China, China real quick. Pan fried chicken dumplings with house made sweet and sour sauce, a uh, beef bao bun, and then you can get a cocktail called Let's see, the Dragonfly with Jose mm, Cuervo tequila, orange juice, and mango syrup. Oh, bubble tea. Yum. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, it, the list goes on and on and on. I couldn't even read them all. but if you guys want to maybe calm yourself down with just a little positive word like just saying words that sound nice together go look at this menu and just say them out loud because they do feel good to say how about this japanese cocktail vodka yuzu and lemon juice garnished Mm. with the lemon jelly Uh uh-oh lobster landing (laughs) (laughs) oh i do it does feel like you know like um at Star Wars Land and Disneyland and stuff, it does it does feel like they don't put any alcohol in the drinks. Am I wrong in that? Where they do kind of skimp on it? Well, they're definitely does, measuring. You know what I mean? They're measuring. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, because did um, you got did when have you been to the can't Star Wars Cantina? Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, we didn't get in there when we went. It's you know they've got that numbing cream. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we had that. We, we we went to Star Wars Land and had like that goopy milk but yeah they got the goopy milk that i i didn't li- i didn't like the goopy milk the goopy milks because i could take i could taste the um the what do you what do they put in gum the um what's that oh. fake sugar it, it's not the, stevia but yeah i know what you yeah mean. it's like a stevia taste which i'm very sensitive to just anything with that kind of taste i'm very sensitive to so i didn't love it but in olga's cantina they had like they have this drink with the foam that when you drink it it numbs your mouth and people go wild for it <laughs> yeah it, well yeah it's like that darth also they they put that on their pitas they have some sort of novelty pita they there do? that has like a darth vader choke sauce or something <laughs> oh, no <laughs> so funny i appreciate that though that's nice that they do oh uh, and but i will say epcot doesn't skimp on the alcohol like it's for well, ad- that's good to know it's for adults i love that and then i just had to shout out two additional places in epcot that um i were have been recommended to me and then i i had mentioned i did that wall street journal interview yeah so i uh had to actually dig up that old paper to see what I had recommended because I forgot. <laughs> but these were two of them. And these, I, I think these were both recommended to me by um, Daniel Mitchkoff, who is a Disney worker and has been to Disney World a couple of times. So, and, and this one comes highly recommended across the board, the Rose and Crown Pub. And this is a authentic oh, okay. British pub. Uh, and it's really is the perfect place to sort of, we got to sit down and just have a beer and like some fish and chips and relax. But anyway, the pub Rose and Crown pub, uh, I think it's it's a pub that actually exists in England and then they recreated it here. Um but it's really it's really charming, really cute. And as you can tell, like my favorite theme park moments are the moments where you go sit down and have a drink. <laughs> 
Yeah. It is because you can just kind of like take it all in because Disney does such a good job of like creating an atmosphere that it that is what you want to do is you just want to like sit and take it all in. Like I love going to get a cocktail at Carthay Circle at Disneyland. I've never been to Carthay oh, Circle. Oh, it's so good. And you just go into this really beautiful air conditioned Art Deco lobby and have like an mm. amazing strong cocktail in the middle of the afternoon while while your eight kids are waiting in line for, you know, whatever. I say this to Craig every time we walk into California Adventure because you walk into California Adventure and Craig and I lived in Los Feliz and it's literally we have we had a theme park based on where we lived because it was literally the streets like we lived on because that's where Disney like started was in like Atwater and Los Feliz and so it will literally be like the Atwater store or like Los Feliz or like the and you just are walking there going like who else gets to live in a place that becomes a theme park I know it is so cool I was never against California Adventure I always really liked it even in the even in those early years with the limo with that limo ride well I never went on it at that point I didn't either yeah so I think I caught it sort of maybe after the first renovation I love it I think it's spectacular I think it's got such a good vibe I think it like encapsulates California perfectly it just has such a good vibe I love California Adventure and I love Paradise Pier and I just love like how they made that all Pixar and it just has like sorry it's got the best vibe and I like Cars Land okay oh of course are you kidding (laughs) at night when all the lights come on and Cars Land oh my god I love it so much it's so cool and then okay so my second shout out uh, that was recommended to me again by Dan is Le Hollis boulangerie patisserie and marie this is up your alley this is in a little paris area and it's supposed to be amazing they've got these great looking pastries and it's just you know wonderful make this your first stop at epcot and pick up your morning croissant and some macarons and it just it looks really good so good oh my god they've got so many oh my god they got like a napoleon they've got fruit tarts they've got little cakes Oh, my God. I can't. You put me in a pastry shop and you, you know, talk about a bull in a china shop. Maria in a pastry shop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this looks so good. So this was my placation. You know, if I had more time, I'd definitely be hopping over to the Magic Kingdom um, in order to look at some of their Halloween festivities and their seasonal treats over there. Probably the only thing that's going to get me over to the movie park is if there's a stunt show there that Matt really wants to see. But otherwise, I'm skipping it. Have you seen, because I'm, I'm, no no spoilers, but I'm not going to the movie studios either, Hollywood studios, but that sci-fi restaurant looks so cool yes and i have not i've been to the hollywood studios there there's not much going on there but the sci-fi restaurant would be the thing to do at the sci-fi restaurant you sit in these little cars and you watch these trailers for these black and white sci-fi movies and they bring you really good like just like burgers and shakes and stuff it's supposed to be so cool and then there's that diner that 50s diner have you been there where they play old tv shows on the tvs yeah i have not been there but yeah i've seen these places Disney's a wonderful thing. Well, Amanda, I think that's a wonderful vacation. Another vacation of a lifetime, a trip of a lifetime. Well, thank you. I enjoyed planning it, and I would love to go to Disney World sometime soon. 
Well, when we come back, we'll we'll venture into a Disney Freaks version <laughs> of a placation <laughs> extravaganza. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, everybody. Well, it's time to venture into my Disney playcation. Now, I have a luxury budget as well, which means I can spend those $2,000 a night. I am a Disney freak. I have to buy one souvenir while I'm there. And and what's my other thing? You're traveling during the oh, winter. That's right. I'm traveling during the winter. So, my name is Maria in the adventure, and it, so it's me, you guys. I'm playing myself, <laughs> and I'm going to be going to Disney World with my boyfriend in real life, Craig, and we're going to be going to Disney World for Christmas. Wonderful. Oh, it's so magical. Can you believe it? And um, because of COVID, we haven't been to Disney for real in a couple years, and we used to love going to Disney uh, land we used to have a pass we spent for I never had a Disney pass growing up or whatever and Craig like three years ago we're like let's get a Disney pass and we went so many times this one year and we had just have the best time and so we've, we've really been missing it so we thought to ourselves well let's just let's like do Disneyland times a million and let's go to let's just treat ourselves to Disney World and you deserve it and I and hope I hope it. this conversation really happens in real life at some point. <laughs> this is going directly. Craig's hearing this. I put this on a loudspeaker. <laughs> um, so you, if you guys don't know me and Craig, we love like Adventureland. We love like Tiki. We love Jungle Cruise, but we also love Christmas. So this trip is going to be a Jungle Cruise Christmas of adventure and cozy fireside charm. <laughs> So we're going to be staying at the Wilderness Lodge. Ooh, I was um, curious about this. So the Wilderness Lodge is a deluxe resort at Walt Disney World that is themed to the Pacific Northwest and the U.S. National Parks. Its inspiration is an amalgamation of Old Faithful Inn at Yellowstone and Alwani Hotel at Yosemite. Beautiful. And... DisneyTouristBlog.com states Wilderness Lodge is the best hotel at Christmas, not just in Walt Disney World, but anywhere. And what wow. makes Wilderness Lodge so great during the holidays is all the ways that it melds together to create an environment that's fully transportive. So I just sent you a website <laughs> that shows like all the Christmas pictures. I just like What's thinking so of you that like you wrote that sentence. No, 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 none of it. <laughs> I didn't say it. I mean, this is all DisneyTouristBlog.com. Oh, but this looks amazing. It's like, oh, this huge high roof with these wooden beams and maybe the tallest Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life. The tallest in the world. 
Um, they just do it up like nobody else. I mean, it's really, it's just this gorgeous Christmas tree. They have this humongous fireplace. There's a roaring fireplace, um, Christmas background music, so tranquil that, this is what the writer says, (laughs) that I sometimes put it in on at home to put me to sleep. Then there's these big comfy chairs you can sit sit in by the the fireplaces. And they say after about 11 p.m., the lobby clears out and you can have the place all to yourself. Maria, take a breath. I'm honestly worried you're going to pass out. I can't believe it. I'm really like You're like out. talking a just, mile a minute. It's freaking me out. I don't know if you re- recognize this when you were looking at your hotels, but did you find it impossible to find prices? Well, they don't have websites. The only way to access the hotel information is from the Disney World website. So it's actually really difficult to get a correct assessment of the vibe of the hotels. Yeah. I it got me I got so far into not being able to find the price of this one suite I wanted to stay in. I actually called Disney World and then they wouldn't pick up and I was like, "Okay, then forget it. Then I'm just going to keep searching." So, I so there's this suite at the Wilderness Lodge called the Yosemite Suite. Now, in 2014, it said this was $1,000 a night for the for sorry. The Yosemite Suite is the vice presidential suite. Mm. The Yellowstone Suite is the presidential suite. They said in 2014, the Yos- the Yellowstone Suite was $1,000. So I'm assuming now it's about $2,000. And for the vice presidential, it would be about 1000 So I think I'm in my price range. You might be. But let me just say this. that I was also trying to get a cost analysis on the presidential and vice presidential suites at the Animal Lodge. And mm-hmm. the presidential suite was way out of budget. It was more in the $4,000 range. And then I couldn't okay. get a cost analysis on the vice presidential suite. So I don't know, but it, it's so I think it's okay for this. Well, I can say if you want, I can just do the nature view suite room if that because I know that's $800 a night. That's $822. Well, why don't we a take night. a look at the vice presidential? Okay, so it's this it's this beautiful Pacific Northwest wow. like cowboys on the walls, wood paneled, um just very rustic rustic vibes. Um high high end cabin. Like. Southwestern very rugs. high southwest, that's right. And then it looks over the lake and it looks over the pool as well. But you've got I a don't Keurig. Have They've got a Keurig. They've got a beautiful um, wood four-postered um, wooden bed. Lovely. It's a very it's a, it's a very luxurious suite. But I I mean I I don't have to stay here. I can I can stay at the Nature View room, which is one hundred twenty two. I mean eight hundred twenty two dollars uh, a night. I'm looking at this, and I think this is probably in your range because it looks okay. really nice. But the the um, yeah, the one I was looking at was like mega. So it, this, I'm assuming this is maybe a little bit less than the suite at my hotel. Yeah, it's not. It's not humongous. It's not like you know Bruno yeah. Mars isn't going to stay here. You know he's going to go something. But this is this is nice. Yeah, it's, I, mean? I think this you can do this. Okay, great. I'm oh how exciting. Okay, so I'm staying at the the Yosemite suite, and then that night Craig and I are going to head over to the. Uh, Polynesian Resort because we're going to be having drinks at Trader Sam's. Fun. And Craig and I love Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Resort and it's this it's this wonderful it's like 
the Jungle Cruise trade, this the fake guy, Trader Sam or whatever. It's like his trading post. And then so, so many cool things happen. Like it's got all these tiki decorations and it's like being in the Jungle Cruise. And then if someone orders a certain drink, like the stools will go up and down Aww. and then like the lights will turn off and then there'll be like a thunderstorm, a fake thunderstorm or a fake rain. So we're just going to go there for a drink because we're going to say, let's chill out before we spend the next day taken in. That's right. The Magic Kingdom. Okay, Disney freak. Here we go. I'm a Disney freak. So as a Disney freak, I felt like I couldn't really venture away from Old Faithful Disney uh, Magic Kingdom and then Epcot. I felt like those were the two that I kind of had to stay true to as a Disney freak. So those are the two that we're going to be to be uh, venturing out to. We wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom and kind of experience the things that we love at Disneyland, but experience them at Disney World and see how they they differ in some of our favorite things. That's really fun. And at Christmas, you know... Uh, Disney Disney World is decorated to the nines and they have their big Christmas tree on Main Street and they have everything lit up and then at night the castle lights Cinderella's castle lights up and then the ride that I'm spotlighting is Big Thunder Mountain Mm. Um, and Big Thunder Mountain legend has it that soon after gold was first discovered here in the 1850s eerie things began to happen trains would take off and race through tunnels by themselves after you arrive at the legendary Big Thunder Mining Company, descend into an abandoned mine shaft and board your train. As you enter the cursed tavern, the engine speeds up along the rickety track, dodge exploding dynamite and falling boulders as you swoop around turns, drop into canyons, and dart through the mysterious ghost town of Tumbleweed. <laughs> and this is just a fun roller coaster. <laughs> this is a really fun roller coaster. That's probably the most thrilling roller coaster next to Space Mountain. I love I love Big Thunder Mountain. It's so fun. I actually feel at Disneyland, it's one of the rides you can usually get on without too much of a wait. Yeah. But it's it goes pretty quick, too. I know the line usually does go pretty quick. But I think you're going to love the Magic Kingdom, Maria, because it's just weird because you walk in and the one thing you'll really notice about it is it's so big. It's so expansive. Right. It's way bigger than Disneyland. Yeah, you're going to love it. I can't wait. And while we're in Adventureland, I believe now in Disneyland, Pirates is part of um, New Orleans Square. Mm -hmm. But in Disney World, I believe it's part of Adventureland. Okay. So this is where I'm going to get my souvenir. (gasps) Now, Amanda, I had two options here before I share my screen. I was talking to a fan of the show, not fan of the show. He hadn't listened to it yet, but fan of the big ones ryan corrigan because <laughs> mm-hmm. i know he he loves disney world and i said what souvenir should i get and he was talking about a souvenir that doesn't exist anymore they just stopped doing it but it was something you got outside the haunted mansion and it, they'd take a photo of your face and then when it would tilt it would be a hologram and you'd become a ghost you'd oh, become like an evil spirit that's cool they got rid of it uh. so i found something even better i'm going to send a coconut. Oh my god. So in Adventureland, you can buy these coconuts that you can send through the mail that are greeting cards. And you buy them at the Plaza del Sol, uh Carib- Caribbean Bazaar, and they're like a thing people do and they uh they really do get sent through the mail. Wow, and so it's sort of just a big coconut with like an airbrushed greeting on it you go inside this little um this little like hut with like snacks and souvenirs and then they've just got a a like a 
they've got a shelf full of coconuts then you can just send some to someone as a greeting card. So I'm going to send you a greeting card from <gasps> Disney World and say Merry Christmas. I would be so excited to receive a coconut in the mail. And I love how it looks very vintage. I mean, coconuts do. That is very special to send a coconut. That's, you know, where else can you do that? <laughs> where else can you do that? And then, of course, I'm going to be getting a Dole Whip while I'm in Adventureland. Yes. Because Dole Whips are everything everything i've ever wanted and it's just pineapple soft serve that and you can get a dole whip float which is pineapple soft serve with pineapple juice mm -hmm. and then you can just get a dole whip with just pineapple soft serve and it's the most delicious thing you've ever had it's light it's not too sweet it's just the perfect cool down treat oh i want it right now so bad and then we're gonna head over to epcot oh and i can't wait was it hard to choose epcot or you knew you were gonna do epcot I knew I had to as a Disney freak because it's kind of tried and true. I feel it's it was Walt Disney's like love was to do the showcase of, you know, the the world and everything. And I just felt like I had to stay true to that. Yeah. But I did. The Animal Kingdom did look pretty amazing, but I just knew not this trip, baby. Now, during the holidays, it's the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. And during the festival, guests can enjoy enhanced offerings around the World Showcase and experience holiday treats from mm. various cultures. Oh, that is fabulous. As expressed through decorations, stories, music, cuisine, and additional special events. What's cool about Epcot, too, is they import teens from all over the world to work at the different countries. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the 2020 Holiday Kitchens, um, let's see here. Mm, a, a warm, warm brown, brown sugar, sugar stuffed, stuffed pretzel. pretzel. They had the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen pork schnitzel with mushroom sauce, spatzel, and braised red, red cabbage, Ooh. cheese fondue, and a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes, a Linzer cookie. Look at uh, the, the wine. American it's like Moles, Moles wine. Mm. At the American holiday table, they've got slow roasted turkey with stuffing, holiday pot pie with jackfruit, mushrooms, carrots, pumpkin, gingerbread, cheesecake. They have um, the Laheim holiday kitchen, pastrami on rye. So it's just all of these. It's like Amanda's food and wine, but it's just holiday holiday treats from all around the world. Wow. Um, mm. And they also do a cookie crawl <gasps> where you can go and you can get cookies from all the different from all the different um Countries. Wow, yeah, crawl is right. I'd be crawling out of there. <laughs> mm, a Christmas log. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna walk around and we're gonna try all these. And I think that's a it's a great way to to go around like seeing Epcot, but then having this special holiday flair to it, I think that would be really fun. But we're we are gonna leave room because we're gonna be eating somewhere a little later, but we are going to ride the test track ride. Have you ever ridden the test track? Um I don't know. Is is it like you're in a little car and you drive around? I don't know if I have. Once buckled into your Sim car guests are taken through a series of tests judging a car's capability, efficiency, responsiveness, and power. For instance, during one test, guests experience what it's like when a car loses control. During another, its performance is tested when driving through rough terrain. So it's like being like in a car, and it's just a ride where like you're getting thrown around. I guess fun. And then the finale, the finale is a test of power. The car rockets outside the building and onto an outdoor track where it accelerates up to sixty-five miles per hour. I've never been on this. 
This makes the test track the fastest att- attraction at Disney World. And it takes guests through the process of designing a new vehicle and then testing their car in a high-speed drive through through and around the pavilion. And your boyfriend loves cars. Yes. So that's perfect. And then we're going to do Soarin' Around the World because oh, I love Soarin'. Yes. I love Soarin' and that's a that we've got at Disneyland at California Adventure. Now we had Soarin' over California, which I loved, and then they just changed it over a couple years ago to Soarin' around over the world. Bullshit. But I think at Epcot it would be really special because you know you you've been around all these countries all day, and then you take your feet dangle and you just soar, and then they like insert smells as you pass over. You know, well over Soarin' over California, it's like you'd go over the redwoods and you'd smell like trees and then you'd go over orange groves and you'd smell oranges and then you'd go over the ocean and you'd smell the ocean and then i guess that's the same with soaring over the world yeah but i don't know what you smell and then when it's hot like it'll get really hot on the ride and then when it's cold you know you'll get the shivers and then um you know when it's not anything you'll just kind of feel normal (laughs) and then for dinner we're gonna eat at the san angel inn i haven't heard of this Okay, well, the San Angel Inn, the equivalent of like the Blue Bayou at Disney World, at Disneyland. It's this indoor, so at the Blue Bayou, Pirates of the Caribbean rides through it. And in this one, another one of the rides rides through it. Um, I forget which one it is, but it's this dark restaurant with like lanterns. Ooh. It's inside. It kind of located within the Mayan ruin landmark. Dine in a perpetual twilight at this Mexican restaurant modeled after a 17th century hacienda at the base of Mayan ruins. Oh, yes. I Well, I think that's the vul- uh, that might be the temple that I saw in Mexico City. Well, there you go. This is probably <laughs> it all comes around. So we eat there and it's a it's really wonderful. And then we say, you know what? Let's get on the freaking monorail and let's head back to the Magic Kingdom. Uh oh, fireworks! Uh, also, also we've had some margaritas, Amanda, because oh, they, yeah. they have those at you know. Oh yeah. So then we go back to the Magic Kingdom and it's all nighttime and like all the sparkly lights are lit up with all the Christmas time decorations on Main Street and the big trees lit up and we walk around and we just enjoy the Christmas magic and then what we do is we head back to the hotel and it's midnight now and there's no one in the lobby and we sit down by that roaring fire in those rocking chairs and we just rock back and forth and we think to ourselves wow that was a really great day oh sounds amazing i love the magic kingdom too and i i really um want to do this cookie crawl i mean don't aren't you just dying to go to epcot has it moved to the top of your placation list Honestly, yes. And you know, I always thought Epcot was inside that big sphere. Growing I, up, I, thought I it used was to indoor. think that. I know. I used to think that too. They really got all us kids because at the end of the shows we'd watch, they'd go and, you know, you could stay here at Epcot. And then someone would win a sweepstakes and they'd say Epcot and then they'd show that big sphere. And what did they expect us to think? What is in there? Is That's that, that like innovation land or something? I think it's that spaceship Earth thing or something like oh. that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I got to go do another thorough tour of Epcot because every time I do go to a theme park, I I really do sort of uh, tap out after maybe four hours. Really? Well, then you need to, maybe you need to like have a little place where you can rest your head for a little bit. And well, then like go back to the hotel and 
come back out. Yeah, the problem is getting back out. The interesting thing I didn't know was how long it kind of takes to get to the hotels even on the property to the to the actual theme parks. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was like, get up, get in, you're done. No, it's like 35 minutes. You're like taking boats. From my hotel, yeah, you got to take a boat and you got to take a monorail or yeah. a monorail. I think it's you can take a boat or a monorail. And the Animal Kingdom is sort of, you know, it's not central. <laughs> I think it's even like 15 minutes from the Animal Kingdom Hotel to the theme park. It's wild. Yeah. It's just so massive. As as the points guy said, it's, you know, the size of San Francisco. I don't know what I was thinking, thinking you could just kind of walk, you know, couldn't walk from one end to San Francisco to the other end. I, I mean, you could, but it's going to take you a long time. <laughs> well, I would love to go to Disney World. I really would. And this sounds great. And I would love to add the Animal Kingdom to it as well. Pandora sounds amazing. And I'd like to see what Hollywood Studios is all about because, like I said, that sci-fi restaurant. And I'd like to go to the Tower of Terror because I never got yes. to go to that when it was at Disneyland. You never went on the Tower of Terror? No, I went on the Galaxy's Quest. Oh, or but not the classic. Guardians of the yeah, Guardians right. of the Galaxy. Although, I'm, I'll tell you this right now. I'm not a fan of those. I, I, I'm not going for the drop. I'm going for the storytelling because I don't like drops like that. Oh, the drop is so, so fun. I hate it. It was it it takes me out of my body and I feel like I'm dying. Yes, I know. You get a little air. And when I went on, my bag wasn't I forgot to like <laughs> secure my bag and so I looked up and my bag was on top of my head. Oh, no. <laughs> and it fell down over I think like all the stuff in my purse kind of oh, fell over everyone. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of the ride being like, "Oh my god, worried about my that." Bag? Yeah, I know. I would love to take a, a Disneyland trip at least at some point soon. So hopefully that's in the cards. Well, guys, you can vote on which trip you would rather take by going to the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. We've got one more unpacking episode coming your way on Friday. So if you want to send us an email at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com, tell us what your favorite trip was. Tell us if you've been to Disney World, what your favorite thing is. And for everyone that sent in um uh, suggestions about disney world they were so helpful thank you so much and um god amanda this has just been a real blast it's been a wild ride i we've learned a lot and we've you know it's been really nice to take these trips in our brains and to share them with everyone who's been listening because that to me has been the most fun part is just hearing the feedback on our trips. I, I love it. And it's just so great because everyone has different preferences when they travel and and it's just interesting to see, you know, what people are drawn to. Uh, Not group tours and um, they they are drawn to pastries. They are drawn to pastries. <laughs> they don't love group tours, and um, they love a they love a woman who who befriends a child. <laughs> they love that, <laughs> and they like soft serve. So we both got our dole whip. They love our dole whips. They love soft serve. They love crab. Yeah. Um. So thank you guys so much. It's been such a blast, and you know we're gonna be coming back. We don't know when yet, but we think with another big ones regular season. 
I mean, probably at some point we'll have to, after this, we'll reassess and we'll make a game plan. How about that? <laughs> that, oh, that sounds good. But of course we have our Patreon. So if you, oh, if you don't want to run out of, uh, Amanda and Maria content, join our a Big Ones Patreon, and we get you get two episodes a month for as little as, I think, $3 a month. $3 a month, you get two episodes that no one else can hear. That No one else hears them, you guys. This is for you. This is for you. And so they're a little more unhinged. They're yeah. a little uh, more chaotic. They're off than, the cuff, uh, you know, and we're answering your big ones. So it's that's a lot right. of fun. So if you miss us, uh, join us on Patreon. Well, until then, I'm I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And thanks for listening to Play, Play Patient. Bon voyage, baby. Bon voyage. Powered by Acast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.